Hey, this is Hoyana with the Tech After Five podcast. And uh, I don't know if you listen to these things like near when we record them, but um, this is kind of like our sort of finale kind of thing for uh, 2020, right? It's our uh, uh, We're basically kind of reflecting back on what we've done this year and what's going up, what's going to happen next. And uh, as I have been, I am joined by Carol Hamilton and Scott Pfeiffer. Hey, Carol. Hello. Happy New Year to well, whatever time you're hearing this. It's still Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You might be listening to this when we do it, but you might be listening to this and it could be July. And look That's at that. Right. We're all festive. So uh, I hope you're enjoying this whenever you whenever you enjoy this. Whatever time. It should be good anyhow. And uh, my pal Scott Pfeiffer. Hey, Scott. Hey, Phil. Hey, Carol. Good to be Hi. here. <laughs> yeah, he's leaning in just there. We got it. Energy set to four i got it um wonderful good to see everybody you know my thing is uh i'm gonna have this number not exactly right but i think we're on this is episode i think 45 and i only get that because like i have to number the directory when i send it so this is like 45 for 2020 right so um can we i began the numbering system again and we've done a bunch of things we hadn't done before but i thought we'd kind of reflect on what's happened you know the things that we've done you know it's kind of it's a it's a little bit year in review um and it's a little bit kind of looking ahead talking about what comes next and i thought that might be kind of a fun thing for us just to kind of rattle around with um you know we were not doing the podcast on youtube in the beginning of the year you know we were mm. uh, you know remember it was um pre-pandemic and we were doing these primarily in a room and so we, uh, and I thought I never wanted to do video and then zoom made video really easy. Right. And so poof, now we do a YouTube slash video version of these things. As yeah. Well. When we, uh, when we first started talking about whether we wanted to do video, we had visions of like cameras and tripods and <laughs> nonsense like that. And we were like, no, we don't want any part of that. Yeah. This is already a lot of work. What's your reflection on it? Are you are you pleased with the response to the video itself as opposed to the podcast version of it? Well, we still have a much larger audience. You know, we're at like 10,000 on the audio side of this, right? And we're in the hundreds on the video side. So those numbers are not even the same. Um, so it's much bigger, but we're also building. And again, those are all, to us, that's uh, all organic and natural growth, right? All we've ever mm -hmm. done is talk to our audience about what we're doing. We're not running a bunch of ads and that kind of thing against it, or we haven't, right? So the thing is, and that's, and part of that was me just saying, well, let's figure out what we're doing here. Let's figure out what we're comfortable doing. What is this going to look like? Um, and for, it was just kind of an experiment, but how do I feel about it? I mean, this is, it's, uh, it's, easy enough for us to get the original material in editing hasn't tr proven to be terribly difficult i mean jesse and and the thing that has changed in all of that is i've taken that off my plate entirely right um jesse o'daniel's doing all the editing for us and he's doing a great job and you know we've we've tinkered around with that just a little bit in terms of both how we record and how we edit. So I think from a production standpoint, that has worked really well. And I got to think that, I mean, I feel like the, you know, the video version of this is engaging, right? There's some folks that want to see us kind of mess around. I mean, you know, there are people that like people. And so they want to see our smiling faces <laughs> when we do what we do. And okay, well, here we are. 
And I wonder if your timing on that wasn't absolutely perfect because of just that. I wonder if there's this moment in time when people are saying, I just want to connect human to human, right? Not just keep listening. Yeah, it might be. Rather than our disembodied voices, they actually get to see yes. our smiling faces. <laughs> um, and for that, I apologize. Yeah, so, so Jeff <laughs> joined us in 2020. Yeah. Right? We went to Zoom in 2020. Went to Zoom in 2020. Right. Jesse joined That's us in 2020. 2020. Carol's been joined, yeah. has joined us in 2020. Carol yeah. joined us in 2020. Yeah. 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 And again, that it was really, I mean, Again, it just shocks me, the folks that haven't kind of figured out what opportunities might there. And I get it. I mean, some people, the word, you know, 2020 has been super hard on a lot of people. Some people yeah. dreadfully so, right? Um, yeah. And some has been really hard on them. Um, but, you know, we're kind of in the spot where it's like, okay, well, this just kind of gave us a whack. And now we got to, we want to do something different and reach out different. And if you remember when we kind of did the idea of um, doing these roundtable podcast, which we typically, but not always recorded on Thursday. Um, the idea at first was just, let's just talk to people and let's ask questions about what's going on in their world. And, uh, you know, the good news is we got through that after a little bit and we got back to kind of working over material primarily, you know, today is kind of like a roundup of what we've done over the course of the year. But, um, you know, it's, a. uh, uh uh, just a the it was we started with a conversation and we found that people kind of moved a long way and we've hopefully moved along with them kind of helped them figure this out. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that I've really liked and and this was before I came on here. I remember coming on the first time as a guest and saying to you. I just think you're a great voice in people's ear during this unbelievably weird time because it was right at the beginning of COVID and every single day was a new headline and more confusion as to what's going on and how is that going to impact our lives. And I just remembered saying that the two of you had these really great voices to just be the voice of calm in the midst of all that, whether you, you didn't have answers, but you just had this consistency. And I think that that held true all the way up until, like you said, when we started focusing a bit more on content uh, that was a little bit different than that. But there was this place to go that said, I don't know, I'm just hoping it's all going to be okay. And I thought that that was really relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it, it's it, we got enabled. I mean, the audience needed us and we needed the audience at kind of the same time. Right. And there was a chance for us to kind of lean in and have that. And so this is I've, I just feel like this has been useful and it's it's been kind of fun. I mean, you know, it's funny because the comments we get, um, the comments, you know, on the video or the audio or if someone just shoots me an email, which is kind of what happens most of the time, um, it's it's like people feel like they're friends with us, right? I mean, you know, th mm -hmm. those those comments are not like to some message off in Hill, dear corporate office, we've well, right. noticed, you know, th they don't come across like that. It's like, oh, you know, I mean, we just saw one last week and someone said, oh, man, Phil, Carol, thanks for this. This was really a big help. I mean, I just felt like something somebody would have said to my face. Yeah. Yeah. At a hopefully at a live tech after five, right? You know, thanks for the, the thoughts and you've helped me remember such and such. Yeah. Like sands through the hourglass. I mean, those are <laughs> lost in time. There was a time we used to do back. I, I'm back. By the way, I, went, I need some help. I'm hoping maybe uh, you guys can help me with this. I don't know. What the, you know, we 
The word that we think of in the South for so many things is antebellum, before the, before the war. But I think there has got to be a antipandemic kind of word or something like that, because there is a time, there was a time when the world was sunny and sunshine and people walked hand in hand down the sidewalk that they're not doing right now. I mean, I'm not saying those times don't come again, but I think that we're going to think of some time. It's going to be like before the asteroid, but it's before the pandemic. But I don't, but antipandemic does not roll off the tongue like antebellum yeah. does. And BC's uh, been used, so that's tricky. Yeah, yeah right. Before yeah. COVID, yeah, it's all done. <laughs> I do, though. I hear that. You know, there's that, <clears throat> that comedian who talks about being the elder millennial and says, you know, gather around and I'll tell you about the landline. And, uh, and you, what's that? Back in the pandemic. Yes, yeah. and you go, I remember before <laughs> COVID, <laughs> we used to go to bars and sit next to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... Yeah. Still plenty of people doing that. Yeah, well, they'll be dead. So. <laughs> Listen, I just came Too off fair. of a call where I, I didn't extol, but I at least referenced punch cards. So, uh, yes, there are people still talking about older tech, right? Back when my fax machine. Um, but I'm, but the thing is, in this point, I just think there's something because I think there was just this traumatic shift, dramatic shift. And I don't know. I, I just think that some people are going to think of the time before the war and the time after the war, the time before the pandemic. I would agree. The time after the pandemic. I just don't know what the word for it is, but I would like for it to be something that was easy to say, like antebellum. Yeah. Antipesto. Yeah. Antipesto. Before my <laughs> before my pasta, I mean, before my pasta. Yeah. Before the bugs. Something. You know, but something yeah, on, know. you could play off of social distancing, right? Back when, you know, the hand holding era. I don't know. Something yeah. in there. Yeah. I know people believe right now that this is going to have long lasting effects and long lasting changes. But you have to remember that um, after the 1917, 1918 pandemics and the flu, you know, the Spanish flu pandemic that killed so many, so many worldwide, when society opened back up, we had the roaring twenties. Yeah. Right. So I'm not sure how sticky a lot of this is going to be frankly. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, no. And I'm, I'm completely with you. And the thing is, you know, I think that's a great reference. The thing is, I don't know what that looked like exactly, right? Like, did the Roaring Twenties, when was the peak of the Roaring Twenties? Was that a two-year thing, a three-year thing, a five-year thing? I don't know. You know, how did, and what did that loop look, look like? I believe, you know, the thing is, I think we were in our natural state before. We're in just a new state now, and we will go back to whatever our natural state is, should we get this under control. But I don't know how long that is, right? Right. I mean, that yeah. whole the Spanish flu pandemic was a multi-year wave up, wave down kind of thing. Right. Sort of like this is turning out to be, right? Yeah, yeah. And before the news, and I, I mean, I, I really wasn't one of the deep in all of that, but I was just like looking for a word. I need the word, Scott. That's the thing I'm looking for. I'm with you. Antipesto. <laughs> Antipesto. Yeah. Antipesto. Okay. There's something. It's close. It's close. I got to get that bit. But But I uh, am with you on the the predictions. Just one last thing and I'll I'll stop. But I got a notice yesterday about a a very special rate that one can get on a cruise ship. And I was thinking, 
You know, I'll bet next year, I, it almost makes me want to buy extra tickets for next year because I think the whole world's going to be in on the move next year. And those tickets are going to have some serious value to them. Yeah, speculate on cruise ships. Because <laughs> yes. I think we're all going to be on the road, especially with this latest thing that just happened. And if you're listening to this later, then this won't have just happened. But the whole idea that there's a new strain, right, that just hit the uk and now there's all sorts of borders have locked back down again and i think every time that happens it solidifies a roaring 20s kind of experiences on its way that when this when we get the high sign you are now free to move about the planet it's just going to be let's go because you know we've been locked up too long and whatever version of transportation you have whether it's foot you know train plane automobile off we'll go and yeah, back to our nomadic right. roots. I think that's right. I think the yeah. tighter the tighter we lock it down, the more roaring the twenties yeah. will be. Yeah, right. A <laughs> hundred yeah. years on. Yeah, yeah. We clamped it down, and we'll be back. Yeah. So that's I. Yeah, I certainly think. But again, I hope for that happen. I'm looking Anytime. forward to it. Anytime <laughs> would be good. Anytime would be good. 2022, maybe. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, the roaring twenties. There we go. So, uh, you know, the neat thing is, we made this. Um, you know, we made the pivot. We've talked about that a little bit. We've kind of done the. Uh, I figured out the other day, and I think that number right now is I've done 125 Zoom events. You know, we've had somewhere. You know, and that, that's all Tech After Fives plus the other ones. And there's been quite a number of people involved in those. But even inside of Tech After Five, you know, if I look just at 2020 registrations, right, there's a couple of thousand people that have been through Tech After Five itself, right, over you know events and cities and all the rest. So we've managed to help a bunch of people. We've gotten some excellent uh, feedback. When I say Excellent. I mean, both some stuff that's pointed to kind of help us, but I mean, people seem to love what we were doing, right? We just got, you know, I just looked at the December feedback numbers. We got a lot of folks gave us answers back. Um, the number of people who would recommend Tech After Five to their friends is super high. I mean, there's nobody below, there's nobody at the median or below, right? They're all on the upper end of the scale, right? So everyone says, this is a thing they would recommend. Um, you know, and for whatever reason, I mean, I think we're helping some folks make connections. Again, we know we're not everybody's showing up, but we know that all the folks that are there, they are loving kind of what we're doing, or most of the folks are loving what we're doing. Again, otherwise getting good feedback, but we're helping a lot of people. Um, so I've been very happy with that bit. And then we'll figure out what comes next. And we're experimenting with some stuff. And, you know, that's some stuff that I think I see us for 2021. Um so in 2021, I think, you know, again, we've talked a little bit about predictions from our side, not predictions of the world. I don't know. What, what are my intentions for what I intend to do? So in 2021, we'll do Tech After Five the way we need to do Tech After Five. We'll probably, you know, our goal is to always do the right thing in the moment. And uh, we've got new events and new things, right? So we've talked about, you know, amping up. I mean, not just what we're doing with our regular events, but we've got, of course, our regular mastermind we've got got going, which has been going on through this entire thing. We've got the new mastermind coming up that Scott and I are working on for, you know, larger organizations, tech organizations that are trying to get the next level. So that's stuff that we have awesome. for 2021. Um, so I guess I would ask for you guys, if there's stuff that you are working on for 2021? I mean, what do you see as intention either, you know, with us or things that you've got going on. Let me let Scott go first on this one. Well, <clears throat> for 2021, my primary thing is just to be continue consulting for the four tech companies that I work with now. 
Um, they're all doing relatively well, and uh, hopefully we're going to grow and do great things in the new year. So that's going to be exciting. And um, I hope to continue with our current mastermind and launch our new mastermind. So I'd like that to be successful. Continue this podcast. That's on my list of things to do. And I'm working on a book, as we discussed in the most recent episode. Awesome. Yeah. So tell me about the new new mastermind. What are you guys, what are you hatching up? Let me know more. Or is it okay to talk about it? Or is it, do you sure. have to kill me? No. I mean, it's a secret. It okay? I mean, we'd <laughs> like everybody to know about it, especially people that will write us checks. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do so tell. The, I mean, so, I mean, in the case of this thing, right? So the, uh, this mastermind is really aimed at tech businesses who have had some success, but they're really trying to get to the next level, right? And mm-hmm. I want really Scott to kind of do this thing. I'm just going to set the outer framework of this. But mm-hmm. the idea is, you know, you've got a tech business that's probably in the, you know, seven figures range, but thinking I'd like to be an eight, you know, you've got employees already. So basically, whereas our existing mastermind, which we love, and we love that group of cats, and we love the folks who have talked to us about joining and that kind of thing. Those are aimed at sort of individual contributors and and people who are running solo practitioners, lone wolf businesses, trying to build a business around that. This other mastermind is really aimed at people who are, you know, they've got a more sophisticated business and they're trying to take it next level. We normally say taking it out of heroics into systems thinking, which, you know, to me, I feel like this really spotlights some of the things that Scott is really good at helping people think through. And that's kind of where I'm aimed with it. Scott, what did I miss in that description that you think is important? Yeah, you're right. We're going to hopefully take a group of tech entrepreneurs or partners that have gotten their business to where it is growing and they are a bit overwhelmed maybe, right? So they need, they need to get themselves out of the middle and up to the top. They need to put some procedures in place and some processes in place to be able to grow. And they want to know what steps they can take to build value in this business so that it can eventually be sold or transferred to their kids or an ESOP or whatever. It's all about that scale, isn't it? How are you Mm going to build value? What, what, instead of just reacting day to day to each crisis, how do you plan strategically and do things that are going to build value as opposed to fritter value away? So that, that's the kind of thing. And so it'll be a group. Everybody will kind of be in the same boat. Phil and I will lead it, but They'll also benefit from hearing each other's um, struggles and solutions, and so there'll be a, you know a true mastermind with a lot of sharing. And uh, we'll bring in um, experts if we need to. If everybody wants to talk to a marketing person, or everybody wants to talk to an accountant, or everybody wants to talk to a lawyer, we can bring in a guest to talk on specific topics, things like that. So I think it's going to be great. That's fantastic! Absolutely yeah. fantastic. I think this is good. Well, I mean, we. the thing is, what we've seen, one of the reasons we're going to bring this out is that, you know, when we talk to entrepreneurs who've been really successful, they are the ones who have made that transition, right? They have figured out how to, like, not be the center of every decision, right? They are, right. you know, it, you've got, you know, in this space, we're looking for the person who says, 
oh my gosh, I've got a business that's running, but I never get to take a vacation. I never get to like step away from it. My phone is ringing all the time. Every customer is talking to me. Every employee wants me to help them figure out how to make some decision. And we're like, we want the cat that says, no, that's not what I want, right? I want to be able to take a month off and come back and find out my business grew. It didn't collapse. And you know, we've certainly seen that, right? I mean, I, you know, we talk about businesses. I mean, people that I've helped in the past who are like, we're ready to kind of do a thing, but we're not quite ready to do a thing. And then the owner has a health crisis and their business collapses because they right. never built a system around it because they never, like I said, they never built a system. So no one knew what to do if he wasn't there to make all the decisions. We want someone to say, I don't want that risk. I want to factor that risk out of my business and take it to the next level. So those are the folks we're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody who says, I want to know, I have a vague idea where I'm going, but how do I really decide where I'm going? Right. How do I really figure out how to get there? We were talking about that. You know, Stanford is very, they've got a whole program right now running on systems thinking. And so I think you guys are just right in line with what everybody's, where everybody's going. And one of the pieces of that, which I thought was so interesting, is they talked about what's your process for making decisions. And you don't think of that as being you know, who needs a process? It's yes or no. But if you think about the amount of time and energy and mental usage that can go into, should we do this? Should we do this? Is now the right timing for that? In the midst of all this chaos, it's brilliant to be to be looking at systems. But I mean, yeah. yes, growth, but also just in managing the chaos that is. You know, I agree. Wonderful. In, in 2020, I took a couple of um, courses, online courses at the University of Texas, Mm-hmm. Uh, McComb School of Business on uh, strategic decision making and decision quality. And um, what they say is for strategic decisions, big decisions that play out over a long period of time, you can't know if you've made a good decision by the result. Right. You don't know. You made yeah. a decision, you won't know for years if it was a good decision. So you can't judge decisions on the result. You have to judge decisions on the quality of the decision-making process itself. And they nice. call that decision quality and they've broken it down and there's a lot of, there's a lot to it. But I, I took a couple of courses on that. It's very interesting stuff. And it's uh, helped clarify my thinking on how we do strategic planning and how we make good strategic decisions. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for letting me know. I'll send anybody I hear about in this direction because I think this is just so relevant. Well, thanks for that. I mean, like yeah. I said, we know that there are people out there that need and want the help. So let's, let's we're going to bring yeah. them together into a space and run them through some of the stuff that we know that works and let them talk to each other about the things yeah. they know. The final qualification is Phil and I have to like you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's I would even add they have to like, they have to like you too. So, yeah. You oh, know, it's that's like any, never a problem. Any coaching you. thing, you always, the relationship plays such a big role in these things. Relationship yeah. matters. It yeah, does. No, that's, the final, that's the final hurdle. <laughs> yes. It's the, it's the one. It's the hurdle. No doubt about it. Uh, Carol, you've got some big things going on and you've got some news and maybe this is the spot we should be sharing that. Yeah. So, um, 
I have a great problem, which is that a couple of very significant contracts have come my way. And so I'm going to be continuing to expanding the coaching that I've been doing. Uh, as, as I think I've alluded to over the past year, I went from live facilitation and live coaching to virtual. And I've been notified that that just get comfy because we're not going anywhere for a while. And so um, there's a, a little bit of a difference. Well, I do a lot of executive coaching anyway. Right. I also do a lot of promotional coaching, and that's been kind of my bread and butter as I've gone along. But there's a whole new um, avenue that opened up, uh, which is speaker coaching for virtual leaders. And that's really helping people not just take what they did in front, the front of the room and put it online because it loses all sorts of impact, but to really help them develop an online presence and how to re-message themselves in a way that is so much more impactful online instead of trying to just be the same person because it changed. And so that turned into also helping some folks with content uh, design on some online programming they're doing, which is one of my absolute favorite things to do. I love to look at the jigsaw puzzle of here's all the pieces and speakers that we want to be in here. Can you now make them make sense? And so that we're building a story through this and help us deliver this when people walk away. They know what they heard. They know how to implement it. And it actually takes on its life of its own with follow-up activities and that sort of thing. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, pretty excited about that. And continuing to do the podcast on uh, diversity because that is, that's just a near and dear piece to my heart. So I'll continue talking about inclusion because I think the world is about relationship right now. And I can't think of a more impactful way to talk about that relationship than through inclusion. Yeah. Well, I I think these are certainly exciting times for you. And so someone we've managed to talk to a lot over time and watched your kind of arc of the things that you are working on change and develop. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like uh, this is just, you know, it's it's not uh, it's not circ- happenstance that your <clears throat> podcast has got the word evolving in it, because I feel like this is a thing that you are developing how you want to help the world as you go along and as we've had these conversations. So good on you. Thanks. It is. It's given me a, a place to take my frustration because I, I watched the marches and thought I can't be there for that and the COVID and I can't be there. And I, where could my voice be of any value? And I said, you know, I'm a professional communications person. This is what I do. How can I bring that, that skill set into this conversation in a way? And then I made myself the audience, which is I am a, um, a you know, straight white woman who's had, a bit of a bubble at times, not an intentional one, but a little bit of, of unknowing because I just didn't think to ask the question. And so now I'm asking the questions of where am I and how do I, how does that fit in the world and, and how can I have some impact in a positive way? So yeah, hopefully once in a while I'll get to drop in. If you ever want a voice of communications, I'd love to come back as a guest, but as a regular host, yeah, this is going to be my, um, my adieu, but as you know, we'll be seeing each other again often, I have no doubt. Yeah. Uh, well, the world needs you and needs your voice. And I am delighted that you are having such success in this. And sorry that, you know, we're not going to get to see you as much, but I think you've got something important to say. And there are people who want to hear it. So good on you. Thanks. Oh. Yeah, pretty jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be too. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, that's just, an, I mean, you know, people say, hey, we like what you've got and we want to buy more from you. Ooh, I'm in. I'm in. I know. I know. That was, uh, you know, Christmas came early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody, I wouldn't want you to say no to that. Good for you. Um, so that is a big bit of news. Let's talk. Uh, one thing I wanted to do before we go off. I mean, we've, uh, how, um, what are you thinking about for um, well, a couple of things I was thinking about, you know, how do we celebrate what we've done in so far, right? We've, we've done some, we've, I think we've, we've accomplished quite a few things already in 2020, but it was a tough time. I mean, this is not, um, this was work, man. I'm just going to tell you, I don't know how you feel about it. 2020 felt like work. It still yeah. feels like work. Um, but I think, this is a time to at least take a moment and uh, you know do a little bit of a happy dance. Hey, I'm still alive. I still made this thing. Yes. I still got a, you know, in my case, I still got a job. I still got things to do. I got people who need me. I feel like I have, under most of the circumstances, I've always tried to do the right thing at the moment I'm asked to do a thing. Um, so I feel like I've accomplished that pretty well. I think we're helping our audience. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, are we? Have you? How do you? How are you going to celebrate? Uh, the end of 2020. Scott Pfeiffer, what does that mean to you and how are you going to celebrate? Yeah, so I pretty much celebrated the end of 2020 uh, a week ago. I went um, down to the beach by myself, spent uh, about five days at uh, Litchfield, um, just thinking and writing and planning for next year. And I keep a, uh, a Google Doc I have for years. Um, used to be a word doc. Now it's Google doc, but every year in December, I make three goals for the next year. And then the next year I go back and I write down underneath those goals, how I did. And I make my goals for the next year. So I've got several years worth there. So I did that, uh, reflected on 2020 goals and how I did set some 2021 goals, took some walks on the beach, that sort of thing. Yeah. That sounds ideal. Little time by yourself. Carol Hamilton, have you got a you have a routine or you have something special that you do for twenty twenty? Uh, well, I actually like Scott's idea, and I'm, that's brewing in my head of, hmm, um, maybe right after Christmas and then that little breather between. I think I, I may just emulate, just copy that very idea. I, I know that we had a conversation yesterday, some some more stuff hit the fan in, in our family life. And we just had this moment when we said, you know, this is going to be really easy to focus on the list of beefs about 2020. Yet in the midst of all that, this happened, this happened, this happened. And there were some really great things that happened and it would be easy to have them just fall through the cracks of all the yucky stuff. And so we're continuing to do our habit, which is what was your best, what was your favorite part of today? What's something you're grateful for? And then in the morning, just say, so what's something you want to feel good about before we go to bed that you could do today? You know, what is it that you could do that would feel great? And this doesn't have to be big because there are those days when, frankly, brushing your teeth feels like that's about what you've got for the day. <laughs> you're like, there's your win. There's actually... um that book about making your bed. There's a military leader. You're nodding, Scott. I don't remember his name. Do you? 
Um, I think it's uh, General somebody. Is it Craven? I can't remember. Could be. Anyway, he says that make your bed because then you have that thing done and that that leads towards self-discipline and and self-confidence and all these wonderful things. And I think that there's some, and this comes right back to the mastermind you guys are doing, which is there's, there is some joy in systemic behavior because there's these, these mini wins. So even if, you, you know, you read, oh, there's been this massive worldwide lockdown. You still have those wins. And so somehow there's that balancing of the energy where the, the whole thing isn't just falling over. It's like, no, no, no. You, you, and you did this and you did this. And I think that that's probably my current approach. But I'm, I am loving the beach idea, I have to say. Yeah, a little, yeah. nice little beach retreat. There's nobody down there because it's yeah. winter. Walked on the beach pretty much by myself. Yeah. Um, ordered takeout. Yeah. Great. We're doing that here. So yeah, why yeah, not? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you get to order takeout from those great uh, seafood restaurants. Yes. Vast improvement <laughs> over Landrum. Not that Landrum isn't awesome, but yeah, yeah. It is landlocked. It's yes. into the name. Landlocked. <laughs> Landrum. Landrum. Yes. I wouldn't yes. trust the seafood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was uh, Admiral William H. McRaven that said, if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. I was pretty yeah. close, wasn't I? You were right you on were. there. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. You know, because I like that. I don't know that I heard that particular quote before, but it makes me think of uh, carry water, chop wood, right? I mean, if you're going to mm-hmm. do something, just do your do right in the moment, right? Do your thing. And it's funny. Um, this is a thing my kids don't quite get. And I keep saying, did you make your bed? Do you make your bed? I mean, I make the bed. I get up in the morning, I make the bed. It's funny because sometimes there's somebody still in it and I make half the bed. So <laughs> <laughs> I always did that as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I still make half the bed. Uh-huh. And, like, and you get up and say, like, well, it's only half a mess. Let me tell you which half. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just that thing. So I, I think that, you know, I like that idea of, you know, well, let's do this thing that we're doing faithfully and in here and of the moment. I think that's useful stuff to us. But I like, uh, it sounds like we're all on board for a, a walk, an alone walk on the beach, a little bit of time to sit and think, a little bit of time to read, a little bit of time to write. Um, but, you know, it's that white space. Isn't that funny? Our celebration time is a little bit of white space to just get our thoughts clear. And I think that is, if, as much as anything, it is a reflection upon the, the time in which we found ourselves, which the world is really impinged upon us in 2020, right? It was hard to be a, a tower of calm in 2020 because the world itself just demanded your attention every which way. And uh, it could be hard to sort of maintain a straight course, I think. Um, so I think this is, I think that you are both grand exemplars for our audience. Um, if they want to take some good advice, find a little bit of white space. Just give yourself a moment to think and see what happens, right? I mean, yeah, you might write. Yeah, you might, you know, you might write a book, but you might write, but you might just think. But I mean, turn off the radio, turn off even the sound of Phil's voice after you've subscribed and liked, but um, turn off the sound of our voice and just give yourself a moment to think. I think that is a grand way to uh, celebrate and set yourself up for a successful 2021. And can I add, you reminded me of something I was hearing the other day, which talked about the voices in your head, 
right? We all have these voices in our head and some people pray and hear voices in their head and other people just get quiet and hear voices. And a lot of that was attributed by this particular article to imagination. And it said, don't worry about the source of the voices, but that's where imagination rides is in those quiet spots in your brain. And when you just get really, really quiet in your actions and you let that imagination come through, new ideas pop up, new perceptions, maybe reframing to a situation that's been, been hounding you in a negative way. So I love that whole white space and then just listen and, and see what comes in. Don't question. Just, just let it flow on in and see where you land. I think that's kind of a fun idea that that's, that's your imagination saying, hi, I have a thought, you know. <laughs> I think mine says, did you leave the oven on? Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that is a thing, right? And the thing is, is to get kind of get that calm, get that open. And again, you know, I, I, of course, I've always loved your questions. I, I love those questions of, you know, what good did I do? What, where am I headed? What am I looking forward to? What am I going to be happy with? Or what am I, what do I want to be proud of at the end of the day, end of the year, you know, forward? Um, I think those are all good questions. And I think, uh, you know, we are obviously big fans of the life examined. Friends, I think we have done what we came to do here today. And that was to uh, kind of celebrate where we've been, celebrate all the things that we have done, even in a year, which, uh, you know, tried to wrench us right off our moorings. Um, I think we have uh, figured out a lot this year. I'm kind of curious about what some of the folks in our audience might have found out about themselves and how they might celebrate and observe uh, what happened in 2020 and where they might be headed in 2021. Love to hear from you, our dear listeners. And so you can feel free. To, um, we've got all those kind of talk to us about us, all that kind of stuff. You can do any of those links. Um, press, put a comment on the YouTube video after you subscribe and like, press that bell, man, <laughs> press that bell. Um, I didn't say that. I just whispered that in your ear. Let that be a suggestion to you. Um, just thought. It helps the world discover us. I mean, you got nothing to do. He's like, huh, let me help Phil out here. It'd and it's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's right, right here on one side or the other, wherever Scott was pointing. It's on one side of my head or the other. I don't know which one. Um, so... If you would like to find Carol Hamilton, I know you do that at Evolving Diversity, but she's got a website somewhere. What is that called? I do. It's it's Hamilton Think Tank. Evolving Diversity is getting its own website as we speak. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn at Carol Hamilton Live. Swanky. Swanky. Yeah. Ooh. All right. And uh, my pal Scott Pfeiffer, how do people put more Scott in their life? Well, if you feel that that is necessary, you can email me at strategybusinessconsulting <laughs> at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn where I'm Scott Pfeiffer and you can often find me at the Greenville Tech after five. And soon in a mastermind. And soon in yes. a mastermind. Well, yes. Always in a mastermind. Maybe in two now. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. He's so, everywhere. He's, he's going to be everywhere. He's going to be everywhere. That's <laughs> my job. Just make sure he's everywhere. You can find him. And that way no one will want to talk to me. And that'd be great. Uh, so uh you my friend can get more of us you know to help to find us you know of course i don't know how you might be consuming this thing that you are doing right now you might be listening to us on a podcast on spotify or apple or or uh google or something i don't know i guess most people do this on apple um again tell your friends leave us a five-star review something you know let people know good things about us if you don't like what we're doing just stop listening man it's easy 
delete. But uh, but if you do like, then let your friends know by uh, leaving us a little review, leaving us a rating. That's kind of just help the world know we're here. Um, we are running events. They're all virtual. And um, they're at the easiest way to find us is at techafter5.com and then follow the events link and go through all that. But you can subscribe to other stuff and you can find out about some of our other things that we've got going on. Um, but again, it's all at techafter5.com. So we've got more goodies for you this year. Our Santa's bag has more treats in it before we're done and this year is over. Um, and I apologize once more time. If you are listening to this in July, it's Christmas in July, quite frankly. So, <laughs> so I'm okay with that too. Um, there are still more goodies from us. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. And if you want to do more, again, just find us at techafter5.com. I'm Phil Yellow. Thanks a lot. <laughs>